You're listening to State of the Grind. Welcome to State of the Grind. Tonight I have uh, Kyle Anderson here along with our very special guests, uh, Lindsay and Jeff. I got your names right. From my second okay, home. From, from Kyle's favorite place on the planet, Bottle Logic Brewing in Anaheim, California. And uh, we are really excited. So what we're trying to do here on State of the Grind, uh, you know, this is really a real estate related uh, show, but we, we try to find unique folks uh, that have amazing businesses, things that they're passionate about and how they've developed their brand and differentiate themselves in the space that they're in. And, you know, we can talk uh, of a, a lot of different businesses here in Orange County, but... I really feel like people like beer. Like it's a Shit thing now, you know. Yeah. I, I don't know how long beer's been popular, but I, I feel like some of you probably drank beer before and have had Bottle Logic. <laughs> and um, you know, my friends when they come in town, whether it's from New York or Arizona or Northern California, we end up here at Bottle Logic, and uh, we're really excited to be spending some time with you. What what is everybody drinking here, real quick? Uh oh. <laughs> I think we're uh, we're opening with our most uh, recent Stasis Project release, Stasis Project is of course an umbrella brand that we've developed within um, our beer production for things that are aging in barrels. So things that have the time to kind of um, evaporate and condense, almost like whiskey making or bourbon making. Um, we're using the barrel as a literal ingredient, as a step in the process. So uh, wow. this one in particular is finished with coffee. Um, it's a Guatemala Antigua coffee blend. It's got a really nice roast on it that kind of lends itself to chocolatey notes. So we bump that note up um, with cacao nibs. Uh, I think this one, this year we used Fortunata cacao nibs, um, from down in Peru. So it was cool to find those. It's wow. kind of a once thought lost kind of, uh, um, specific. I felt theme. that way when I was in Peru, I actually <laughs> felt like I was lost. I didn't know what was going on. That makes um, sense. Okay. So but before we get into this, um, let, let me make sure we, everybody knows who we're talking to. So Lindsay, what is, what is your, do, do we have titles or Lord commander, that? right? <laughs> I, yeah, um, and that that's so funny. People always Co like to ask about Khaleesi? that. <laughs> maybe, I saw the throne. Maybe a little fierce, okay. but um, yeah, I in a small business, I think, which translates perfectly to real estate and people moving through real estate, um, you are wearing a lot of hats. And for the sake of brevity, this kind of Lord Commander thing, cotton stuck. Um, <laughs> otherwise, I'm. Oh, you weren't the, choking. No, no, no. no. It's okay. No, 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 no. She, yeah. wow. she is. Yeah. She is the Lord. I never commander. got past the bartender here, so. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So um, I, I run the tasting room. I'm our marketing director, brand positioning. Um, I run payroll. I'm HR. I hire. I fire. Um, I make sure things are where they're supposed to be and brought on Jeff to help me kind of keep peace in the kingdom. He's pretty extraordinary at, um, helping this, this grand shuffle be executed, um, in a, in a timely and organized manner because it's getting bigger. So Hard Jeff, you, you've gained favor with the Lord Commander. What is, <laughs> or what, 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 oh, what is your title? It feels good. It feels good. I mean, I, technically, uh, I, I run a lot of our logistics and, and outside operations here. Uh, but really, uh, I'm just kind of coming up and trying to learn from this incredible lady here who's really done such a fantastic job of kind of, mm, you know, you. for lack of better words, you know, creating this world that all these people come and flock to and, and really enjoy and live in. Um, so just kind of trying to pick up some <laughs> tips and tricks and, and uh, you know, uh, grow uh, myself professionally and, and really, uh, you know, take it all in. It's, it's a well, ride. And, I, and I think what's, what's awesome about what we're doing here, and I don't know if you guys have done something like this, but you know, the beer's fantastic. Everyone that's had it knows about it, loves it from here to everywhere, <laughs> Florida, you know, at coast to coast really. Um, but you know, we're kind of taking a step back a little bit behind the scenes as far as the business sense mm -hmm. goes. Um, you know, you guys have, um, you know, Facebook is obviously a big marketing tool. Um, I, I think the last time I checked, it was like just under 40,000 mm -hmm. subscribers on yeah. Facebook. You wow. know, some of the people that we're dealing with are closer to like the 1,000 range. Sure. How did you grow that, like organically? You just, the, obviously the product, but, yeah. you know, can you give us a little bit? Certainly. Um, if there's, not to step on your toes entirely, mm -hmm, but mm -hmm. I think you need to know which medium works for your brand. Like right. certainly there's 
just an ocean of information that people are inundated with every moment of every day. Um, and you have to make sure your information is something that people look forward to, that they want to see. Um, and to, to kind of put more of a microscope on that, you need to know where your people are. Like, yeah, there's Facebook, there's, you can have a presence on Reddit. I have a presence on Beer Advocate, um, and Instagram and Twitter. There's uh, Twitter, I'm sorry, um, Instagram's right. stories, there's Snapchat. Um, and we have a presence across all of those, but I think in, in spending your time wisely, the best recommendation that I could give someone is to find out where your people are and where your information um, sticks, where people react. So Instagram is where beer lives, mm -hmm. and it's and Facebook is for old people. Right, right. So did I you? I think we know we have come to recognize this now, but there's no faster or more effective way for me to release and keep um, really vigilant updates on what we're doing, especially if something has like a kind of a, a ticker on it, mm -hmm. like mm -hmm. some of these things that run out. This mm -hmm. is where I update people by the moment. And that's then people know to find that information there. So finding where people react to you and where this community lives is really critical. Now, did us. you do that organically or was it just something that was already known in the community that you should be on Instagram? I mean, that's, it's kind of something that I... Or both. What do you, I guess, what do you mean when you... So we have a lot of, so, so you know, like we have different markets that we work with, you know, and, and even, in, you know, what we're trying, what we're seeing is a lot of times like Facebook stories and Facebook live videos are being very effective. They're very mm -hmm. effective for us in our title business. Whereas in the luxury market, you know, homes in Orange County that are 1.5 million or right. above, Instagram is all of a sudden becoming the thing where people are yeah. going for that. And yeah. it, it's not like everybody decided it's just organically, like it just yeah. organically happened. Yeah, it's a lot I, of trial and error. So was it something that we... Was it trial and error? Yeah, it's, okay. It's, it's me being receptive of the trends that I see there. Um, Instagram has fairly recently come a long way in, in their analytics and things that they can share with you about <clears throat> your users and their, their data. <laughs> kind their of as a hot-button topic yeah. now, huh? Yeah. Um, but, but to see where things are moving quickly... Um, and to, to focus your efforts there. So, so you know, with, with, with beer, you have, you know, you have your, I mean, what do you call it? Your, your standard list that you always have these for. The constants. Yeah. Was, it, and was that what you called it? The constants? We did, and, and now we don't have them anymore. Okay. <laughs> they became much less constant. My, my bad. Figured we should probably scrap that. So um, do, do, you, you, do you, are you actually able to use social media to draw people into Bottle Logic absolutely. on a weekly basis absolutely. based on what you have? A hundred percent. Yeah. Um, uh, we talked a little bit maybe before this started about uh, Untapped as a, a beer rating app. Yeah, I, uh, I checked into Untapped. I had to remind myself. You got to do it because I don't remember. Um, but Untapped um, took over a space that Tap Hunter used to to maintain. Um, maybe because they were the only ones on the market. But Untapped um, has widgets that enable me to. Uh, push notifications out to people that have liked or subscribed to follow our brewery on Untapped. Where if I make a change on our on our board, it gets shot to you. You know that I've tapped. So like something. a push notification. Exactly. Wow. And it's awesome. It's because it's dangerous to my wallet, though, Lindsay. <laughs> I, I feel you, but that yeah. just means it's working. It, it is. Um, so so, I try not to play games with like this is available and then it's not and then it's available again. So once I tap something. Um, that people are looking forward to, I tap it and I let it ride. Um, but I don't always make it so obvious when we're tapping these special things. So we kind of like this thrill of the chase um, community that, that really responds well to having to be a little bit more invested. Uh, I think once we hit a different size threshold with our production, maybe we need to be a little bit more forthright about exactly when things are happening and exactly where things are going. But right. from what I can see time and time again, people want to be involved with our brand. And so it's almost like a breadcrumb trail that mm -hmm. people get to play along with. And Untapped has been really fun to help in that. Um, but you've created this involvement with your brand that I, that I've never seen in a brewery before. So like my, my experience with, with a brewery was four peaks in Arizona. It was the first place I ever yeah. drank. Yeah. Um, my, my buddy that I went to Arizona state with, not Kyle, a different friend. Um, you know, he knew the bouncer. So I got in when I was 19, we live right <laughs> next door and like four peaks has gone from this place where a few people went mm -hmm. to a absolute phenomenon. Absolutely. In Arizona. Yeah. I, I mean, it's, it's unbelievable. 
Um, and you know, the one thing that they have continued to do year after year, and you know, I haven't lived there in six years, so I can't speak to it, but they're, they're tapping for their pumpkin porter became an event, yeah, but that absolutely. was before social media and that was before all of this, right. but, but you've taken the community of, I'm a bottle logic beer drinker to the next level. Something that I don't, yeah. I haven't seen in any other brewery. So, so tell us a little bit about like your thought process behind that and how you created this community around like a logic week sure, and, yeah. you know, cause I, I don't know anybody else that's running to a brewery seven nights a week to get something. <laughs> I mean, like, that's, you know, he almost missed our sales rally. He's like, I got to go to bottle logic before we leave. And stamp, you know, yeah. I'm like, well, okay. Um, man, I <laughs> that's think, a true story. yeah, there, there's, there have been couples that came after their wedding this, yeah. this past week of logic. So that'll got be married us. on Saturday and they were like, well, we can't miss the last stamp. So, they, so what is the week of logic for, for people that, so we can sure, get even more yeah. people here. <laughs> Good. Uh, so, so let me back up and answer your question and kind of lead into that. So I think with creating a community, um, people want to know that, that you get them. Um, I, I try to build in these little aha moments. Like we've got this chalk, um, chalkboard that we list all of our draft things on and we name our beers fairly ridiculous things that are either relevant They're to hilarious. pop culture or like just terrible puns um <laughs> uh like the the trailer for fallout 76 came out the other day and everyone's super excited about that so we had a beer in the tank that we didn't have a name for yet and we're all total just nerds about everything so we yeah, no, no shame at all. We name it's a beer the brand. after this. Yeah. Exactly. It's the brand. And, and that was a day when we put it on draft, um, and I put out media messaging about it late in the day, which is kind of unusual. We still saw this extraordinary response that single day or starting that single day in the brewery that people were like, oh, my God, these the, like this is so geeky. You guys are unreal. You get me. I like this is these are my people, and I want to be there because – you get me. Mm -hmm. It's so powerful. Mm -hmm. Um, and, and there has to be an authenticity behind it because if you like, Lord help you, if you're just, oh, if you're making, so you're oh, making yeah. mistakes, yeah. Oh, oh yeah, boy, there's, um, we were trying to, we were trying to make some, I was trying poorly to make some <laughs> Star Trek joke on a Star Wars post. And I got something wrong. Cause like start Star Trek just eluded me at the time I guess but Star Wars I, I know yeah. back and forth and people lit me up and I was like okay listen I'm one of you I'm, I'm like I'm telling you that I don't get this stuff but it's funny because people are extremely responsive if you build this environment for them to to be responsive um part of that is interacting people interacting with people on all of these platforms all the time like my my <laughs> my phone is I drain my battery in like two yeah. or three hours <laughs> uh, uh, because we're very responsive I think that's um, a, a hallmark of why what we do works or gains traction perhaps faster than others because I will respond to you 100% of the time in four minutes or less um, which is a strange banner to live under but you know, we're yeah, not, but you know, like our, our, our realtors, you know, they're paying for leads on Zillow or commissions Inc or Absolutely. stuff like that. And if, and if they don't respond in the first yeah. three minutes, someone it's else dead. Someone else has got it. Someone it's dead. Else will. And yeah. it's They'll huge. move on to the next it's thing. Huge. So it's, so it, it, I don't see it being that big of a difference than anything else we have yeah. to deal with nowadays. Yeah. That's it's, totally fair. Um, uh, go ahead. Well, it helps, it helps with the, the environment because, you know, you're talking to the actual human being that you yeah. see in the brewery. So when you go in yeah, and, yeah. and, you know, um, <clears throat> see the person that you've been talking to mm -hmm. time and time again. and They're, they're real people. It's yeah, not a, friendly it's not face. It's not a corporation and, behind yeah. it all. Yeah, there's humans here. I think it's, yeah. it's such a huge difference, uh, you know, at least on our side, to be able to interact with these people on a daily basis, whether that's online or in person or whatever that medium may be and to be able to keep coming back and seeing the same people and to yeah. just develop this story with them. It's it really come a long way in cultivating this kind of community. And, and it's just, I have a, I have a Star Trek name for you, by the way. Okay. <laughs> okay. It's a, I don't know how good it is, but I think like live long and logger could work. Interesting. See now you check that on Untapped. I bet. Now what you're it. trying to do? Now what you're trying to do is like. Right. Hand, I want to be hand, like that's mine. I came over. No. Hand, hand so, over the resume and, and do that. So when you talk about an authenticity, I mean that's kind of the thing that 
you know, we, we try to pride ourselves on in our business. Like titles, I mean, like titles boring. Like, like it just is like there's self, sure. there's self-awareness in admitting what, in, in admitting mm-hmm. what you are. And yeah. in some cases it kind of can offend people and you know, that's fine, whatever. But you know, we're really after a certain type of client that just, that understands the value that we bring to the table and mm-hmm. that, yeah, title's boring, but we can do things that are a little bit out of the box, For a little sure. bit more fun and, and yet still do our job really, really well. And, and I could hear that you gave us a tour and just the amount of information that I learned from you in the last <laughs> 40 minutes about beer is more than I've ever uh, in any circumstance ever learned yeah. about beer. And you can really hear the passion uh, about what it is that you do and the product that you put on the table and, you know, not just, okay, here's a beer, which, sure. which it feels like some places yeah, do. I mean, you know, craft beers kind of become, I mean, it's become super mainstream Absolutely. lately. How do you Absolutely. stand out from the white noise uh-huh. that is, I feel is starting to come Yeah. To come out um we're very conscious of that um i think that uh you're gonna have to remind me of this question because i'm gonna sidebar you again and again no worries Sorry. no um, keep it going no it's casual um so we i am I'm, I'm often asked what i think about breweries opening up in very proximal locations to us um and truly our opinion across the board from ownership to to our team in the tap room um, the more good breweries that are opening around us, the better. It's very much rising tide lifting all boats. Um, if you're making bad beer, then that the chance of someone coming in or, or talking about this area that they visited with their friends, if you've only hit brewery whatever, um, or brewery ABC for anyone close to that i'm trying to think of all the breweries what's that are be, coming in what's gonna be gonna, what's gonna be named my brewery what's gonna right. be funny say, is like okay. three years down the right. road when brewery abc is down the road oh, there's God. just <laughs> live interviews my God. no okay so no. Brewery, brewery one two three uh, and that's the only thing they visited and they're like yeah I've, I've been around the la palma beer trail which is kind of a thing that mm-hmm. got coined for our little area here mm-hmm. uh and i hit brewery one two three and boy was it disappointing like that's hugely detrimental to us. So if if there are more breweries coming up, God, the best thing that I can hope for uh, is that they're making good beer. And that's such a such a strange place to hold in a competitive market um, because we want people around us to be doing really great stuff. I mm-hmm. want I want competitors. Um, I don't I don't know that I need any more. Um, bourbon barrel aged <laughs> competitors super close to me, but I right. think we're, we're doing a bang up job in that scene. Um, yeah. So I, I think that as the popularity continues to build for craft beer, as it becomes totally mainstream and not just this early adapter kind of ardent fervor kind of momentum, um, things will probably breweries will probably drop out. Um, and, and we're doing everything we can to plan intelligently to expand, um, deliberately and painstakingly slowly and to make every possible best choice we can make to layer structure and layer success in a, in a way that we can sustain. Um, so it's like when you look at like barbecue places in Texas, sure. Like if you're going to survive, better have a good product well, yeah isn't it what what do they say you have to be first or best mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. Those, those are your options <clears throat> well and i think that this all goes back to and then here we go sidebar again but it goes back to the type of people that you are attracting and mm-hmm. that has created unique opportunities with mm-hmm. you guys um you know i don't know if you guys can can touch on like the the partnership or whatever you have with blizzard you know and that's a really i mean i don't even think a whole lot of people really know about that unless you're really deep in in the community but um you guys have a couple of beers every year that blizzard has their convention here in anaheim how did that come about and (laughs) let's take let's Um, take one i'm gonna stop you let's take one step back because sure yeah let me explain what is blizzard to people that don't know okay um, so Dan and Irvine, right, I guess that's because right, I, yeah. fe- I feel like they're going to be able to be like what, like a thing from Dairy Queen, like what you- <laughs> right, a beer float, like yeah. I'm on board. Um, so we've we've got a couple of really key relationships based on um, 
man, this is gonna sound stupid, but just being <laughs> just being good people. Just no, that doesn't sound stupid at all. Because I know Disney's one of them too. It, well, yeah, I, I, my husband and I both did. Well, I did a decade for the mouse, and <laughs> Stephen did. Uh, Stephen is my husband. He's our um, uh, sales director and head of distro. So he's he's taking care of anything that's like beer moving off this property out into the world. Um, so we we met working for Disney. We met taking a um, a sommelier course uh, that Disney provided. So I moved from from wine, which turns out is kind of soul sucking, into beer. Uh, <laughs> having a grand old time so far. Um, uh, so we've maintained relationships there that certainly give us a leg up. And mm-hmm. we, I mean, we know how the company works. We know. Um, how to spend our time effectively, how to reach people that are going to be instrumental. Uh, and that's, I guess, just largely due to his and mine exper- my experience there. Whereas um, with Blizzard, we started building this geek-friendly culture. Blizzard's and a letting... video game company. Yes, if you've ever totally. played World of Warcraft, <laughs> Hearthstone, Overwatch, the biggest games in the yeah, world. Or if your kids Starcraft. have Starcraft. That's Blizzard. Yeah. Uh-huh. So... Quite possibly the biggest just, video game yeah, just company in the in entire world. We don't need to explain who the mouse is. They yeah. they might need to know Blizzard. Yeah, um, but we've we've created this community again, tying back to your initial question of um, people that feel like we get them, and usually it's because we're all playing Overwatch until four in the morning, and then we come in and we're like geeked out to see people who are building this game come in and drink our beer and it and it just was this kind of ridiculous mutual admiration society and then and then finally um i I think it might have been frank who's the the head of blizzard was like hey we should probably connect on this this seems like like people are having fun here (laughs) and that's what he's all about that's what he's that's what we're both both of our companies are motivated by if people can find joy if they're having fun. We've we've both done our jobs, and I think it 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 also opens up doors. It's it's mutually beneficial. Like I was actually here randomly on one of the days that they had. He's their, here every day that so they had their convention, like about and it. I was actually talking to someone that was at the convention that was like, I had no idea what this craft beer scene was all about, sure. but I had a beer and yeah. I had to come and try it. Yeah. And it's like it connects. It opens up worlds and yeah. connects people. It's just fantastic. Yeah. And and when you have real connections based on um, similar company goals. Culture. And a culture fit. Man, what what could be better and more authentic and yeah. more organic? Like, it's, it's such a natural fit. You've got to make choices that feel right, not just plastering your stuff on anybody that wants to talk to you about whatever they do. Um, it's, it's something that I learned from Disney. Like, I'm... I'm terrifically protective of this brand and, and where people see it and what they see it connected to. Um, so we, we put a lot of thought into building it and what it means. So I'm not just going to attach it to some bikini club, like monster truck race. Like that's, that's not our shit. Not, so not something nope. that we're interested in connecting with. Um, but man, like discovery science center or the cube now, I guess it's called, um, um, has been a charity that we've partnered up with Week of Logic to, to secure some permitting, and we cut them a giant check for a donation because what what could have been a better, more perfect fit for our brand, which is seeking knowledge and, and, and trying to educate not only our own staff and our own team and move people up through scholarships and whatever through brewing schools, but um, to educate your consumer about what it is they're drinking and why it's set apart. And if they know more about it, if they're a more educated consumer, like they'll understand the value of what you do. And, and hopefully we'll keep coming <laughs> back to, to check out your stuff because maybe they're not getting the same value somewhere else, but they understand what and where value is found more mm-hmm. accurately. And I think that's really big because, you know, some people look at the prices of like these bourbon, bourbon barrel-aged beers and they Certainly. go, are you kidding me? Like you would pay X, Y, Z for that? And I'm like, absolutely. Yeah. And yeah, not only will I pay that, but I'm going to let it sit in my, <laughs> in, my, in, my yeah. in my fridge and yeah. I'm going to wait. And I'm going to open it at the most the perfect moment. The most ideal moment. Yeah. It's almost reached this kind of... I don't even know where to go from there. It's almost reached this like level where it's beyond just drinking beer. Sure, yeah, and it, it's it's an experience, and I think that's really the highest praise that one of our beers 
could garner. Like people we see online, people are searching for a particular batch of something for a wedding. Like, oh my God, you're you're making us a, a party to like the most one of the most important occasions in your life. How unbelievably exciting! There's people that are uh, that'll contact me like, hey, my buddy's coming back from a three year deployment, and I'm looking to impress him with some cool stuff, and I'm like. Well, absolutely, dude. Let me. What are you looking for? What's What's this guy missing? What can we catch him up on? Mm-hmm. Um, but to 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 know what to know what people are seeking and to be able to provide that um, has been a kind of a journey for us, particularly with the barrel age stuff, because it's such an arduous process to get to this finished point. Like we've got. Um, just to like buzz through it, I guess, kind right. of step by step. Um, we're we're brewing several batches, so those will go um, through the brew house in a manner of days, and then hit a fermentation tank where things will ferment, and it will become actual beer instead of just sugar water wort. Um, and fermentation will take anywhere from I don't know seven days to maybe two weeks, depending mm-hmm. on what's going on, depending on what your goals are for the beer. Um, and then if we're throwing it into barrels. Chances are they'll be there for nine months at at quickest mm-hmm. and 14, 16, 18. So um, just even thinking about the overhead, like we're, we're paying rent on these buildings to store this beer. We're paying labor. We're paying, we're, we're paying time right. for all of this to condense and to sit and to age. Like the, the, there's there's no quick return and there's no quick way to make a product like this and so when we have um these online sales um for for these kind of like upper tier stasis project Mm -hmm. releases they can be super frustrating when they sell out in moments and people are like i'm I'm doing everything right i was here at the time and it's so frustrating and man i that's that's what i'm looking forward to most with our expansion is to to be able to provide more, like to literally provide more joy because we're giving more um, success in these sales to a, a wider ratio of people. Um, this is a kind of messy way to tie it into no, Week no, of Logic, no. but this is why um, we built Week of Logic to be kind of what it is. It started as an anniversary party where we're just like, well, we've got a, con- a, a bunch of cool products that we're working on and things that we want to kind of give people kind of a sneak peek behind the scenes of this is the process of how this beer starts as one thing and in the barrel becomes this and after time is this glorious hallowed liquid mm-hmm. <laughs> or mm-hmm. so they tell me on the internet nope that, um, that's that's very <laughs> accurate um but uh, uh just kind of a showcase kind of birthday party thing and then um i wanted to build out this kind of Word is escaping me. Oh, no, nope, I'm not finding it. Uh, kind of, it's kind of like a uh, like a give back to to the guests. So, yeah, yeah. Um, so we decided that we were going to build in um, like free little merch giveaways, and so we each each year we do a reset on the theme, um, and and we'll do a themed bottle opener, a themed uh, piece of glassware, and then something on day seven. Um, kind of always new and a little bit uh, uh, different each year. We've done like really beautiful eight color print, 64 ounce growlers. But now that growlers are kind of um, receding into the shadows for crawlers, which is much healthier for the beer, do crawlers all the time. Yep. (laughs) Um, uh, We've kind of moved into finding cool experiences for people. Um, But the underlying thing that I think drives week of logic or at least motivates people to come after their wedding or what have you, um, is that if they collect all seven stamps, we do a, a unique stamp each day for purchasing any beer. So you don't have to get the, the specific beer that we're releasing on that day, though we do promote that one beer heavily so people have a chance to learn about it, ask questions about it, and, and start a relationship with that beer. So these are things that I'm showcasing that are early barrel pours that are going to be part of our release slate in the coming months. Um, but you don't have to get that beer to get a stamp. You can come in, 
grab a 714, get your stamp, and get back to work yep. if you need to. And there's a huge crowd of people that, that Blizzard in particular, they'll all carpool up on their lunch break, lunch breaks, yeah. grab whatever they can, <laughs> grab some nachos from the truck, and then head back down to Irvine so they can get back to making games. I know that. Um, <laughs> uh, but so the, the people that collect all seven stamps, uh, I've guaranteed one bottle of all of our Stasis Project releases to for um, that year and I consider that year from week of logic to week of logic so it's March to March mm -hmm. um, and and maybe that's why people are crazy about it I think something else that makes it really successful is that I use it um, as an opportunity to refresh our brand every year I think being able to um, pivot so quickly and so thoroughly keeps us ahead of the game mm -hmm. even almost entirely separately from the actual product that we produce. So what do you mean refresh your brand? So um, let's say uh, three years ago, we did uh, a massive kind of space theme, space exploration. Um, so we made all sorts of our, our merchandise with this theme. Our um, passports were themed as well. And then for the rest of the year, we used that kind of uh, um, arena to name beers. So lots of space themed beers that year. Mm -hmm. Uh, the year before last, we did video games, video games, and and that's still kind of trickling through because yeah. they're all just obsessed. But <laughs> um, and and the, and what, so, what are you doing this year? This Eight. year is kind of uh, exploration, mm -hmm. so adventuring. It's kind of got a safari vibe, adventure landy kind of kind of take on things. Um, the seventh day was a satchel. An yeah, Indiana, Indiana Jones satchel. Jones That's amazing. Now, yeah. quick side note: this was the one year that I could not go all seven days because my one of my best friends in Arizona had a wedding, and I could not find a way to Tell get that there. And so, it's actually very <laughs> nice. Guy's though, like, who do you think looks like me? I'm like, <laughs> and, and actually, what's dead. what's super nice? What's super nice is I had um, uh, a couple family members that they gave me the the satchel, and I'm like, oh, so I could. So I I still have all my swag. But um, you got to do something so, in. November for the new Mars, uh, the new Mars probe that's coming mm -hmm. down. Mm -hmm. So, so kind awesome. of going off of that, it's a unique business um, approach to guys. You know, in case you're wondering, Jeff is still here. He's, he hasn't. <laughs> he hasn't left. It, it but it, but it is kind of a, a unique business approach to like guarantee like the hyper local people that show yes. up uh, all seven days Absolutely. to guarantee that they get one of these. Um, it seems like awesome. Beers. It's appreciation. I mean, like that's just that's the word that's like, like brand but appreciation. appreciation. Yeah, but so, these are the people that have been with us since since day one. Mm -hmm. People that have been coming in, mm -hmm. you know, they're people that are here four or five days out of the week. <laughs> like they're truly keeping the lights on. And so, if there's anything that we should do, it's give back to them. Right. Okay. Um, and so, and we talked very briefly about how tricky these online sales can be. And so, if I can if I can give these people who are truly the bread and butter of this business any kind of leg up my god i'm obligated to do so and i and lovingly do right but i mean what i was getting at with that whole point was you see a lot of breweries go to almost like a subscription sure yeah like a wine club. kind of wine clubby mm -hmm. kind of feel what made you kind of almost turn the table on that whole wine clubby kind of thing and, uh, and maybe is that something that because that's a great question. Expansion and all this, maybe you yes, could go towards there, that. There is more coming, though I'll be damned if it looks anything like anyone's ever seen. Yeah. Okay. Um, something that um, scares me with how other breweries <clears throat> position their memberships is that they paint themselves into a corner with um, giving these people effectively creative control of what they can release to the public. Like if you have this group of people who you're obligated to, um, create like private batches for, or, or like make sure that they always get something first. Um, they're, they're, they became your shareholders real quick. Yeah. And if, and it's if a great you can't, way to put it. it's yeah. And if you can't take something that's extraordinary to a wider market and those people own it, like, you're you're dead in the water. Always, what can you do? I always right. felt. How do you know that they're gonna treat this beer the way you want to do it? Like no matter how you market this, they're the only people who have it in their hands. So yeah, I always like I've I've really started to enjoy like red wine. Sure. Um, and we're we're actually gonna have a, a guest on the podcast. He has a he's a fourth fourth generation 
a winemaker. Cool. And um, also a Sun Devil. There's a thing. There's a theme with like drinking. <laughs> yeah, sounds like that. You know? <laughs> um, but but what's what's really what's what I've really found interesting about about the beer community that's kind of been created over the past I, I would say like ten years mm-hmm. is that I, I don't want to say it's the anti wine, but it's almost like beer is is you know pretty accessible to yes. everybody. Yeah. And the idea that, you know, the most expensive beer I think I've ever bought was a bottle of Jester King, mm-hmm. and it was like $23. Mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, my God, that's expensive for a bottle. But $23 for a bottle of wine is, is like average, yeah, nothing. Yeah. And so I, I like what you said about the, the stock and the shareholders in that if you create the exclusivity within the beer community or within a membership-type system – I almost feel like it creates that exclusion totally. that you've worked so difficult not to embrace. Mm-hmm. And, you know, that's, that's, you know, that's kind of the thing that we look at is, you know, everybody, everybody really deserves to have that, that moment. Like everybody deserves the respect. Everybody totally. deserves to be all treated the yeah, same. The, ch- and the chance to get it. I think it's uh, kind of debilitating if you are going into a, a tasting room at a, at a winery and there's no, attempt to meet someone where they're at like people meet are somebody where they're people at. are trying new things all the time and they're going to be afraid to ask questions they don't know what it wants to look foolish right so if you can if you can have a chalkboard with or, or offerings with different degrees of familiarity and then you have a team of people that just love humans if you're if your team doesn't have a heart for service oh man you're you're doing this real wrong. Dead in the water. Yeah, because yep. you you have to have people that that are going to invest in in your guests and and treat them as though you're they're they're in your house now and 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 how can you guide them through um, something they'll enjoy immediately and how, where can you go from there next? How can you expand their horizons with them, not like at them? Well, and I, you know, I, I probably of, of the four of us sitting here at the table. By the way, Jeff's still here. Um, you know, <laughs> He's just the question. I'm just kidding. I don't know. Um, you know, the, the thing that I look at, I probably know the least about beer, and I definitely, and, and I, and I know nothing about wine, but I definitely, you know, with the conversation, like I feel like I've been talked at in like 99 percent of the places yeah. Yeah. that I've been. I'm like, I'm, I'm sorry. Like, I got a job. Like, I got stuff to do. Totally. Like, you tell me what the beer is. Yeah. You know, because like I mean, Kyle is like, I, Kyle is so passionate about your brewery, and he's so Thank excited you. to be here. I mean, this is like meeting Santa Claus for him. <laughs> so you know, but 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 that's kind of one aspect that I just I enjoy beer, but I don't know anything about it. And you know, the approach that you have, I think, is so is so unique in being able to ask questions and, and yeah. do that. And I think <sighs> and I think that's so important in in all aspects of business, mm-hmm. like. Somebody might not have bought a house before. They don't sure, know what this sure. is, like yeah. you know, know or sold a house, or like yeah. What's Sorry. in escrows? It's like what was that in like Neighbors Two, where they're trying to ha- sell the house? Like we're yeah. in escrows, you know. It's like what does what does that mean? And having the respect yeah. of being able to answer questions. So, um, okay, I got a few rapid fire questions for you here. Okay, how many hours a day do you spend in the brewery? Oh. <laughs> uh, or okay, but in the brewery Working, or behind like, the scenes. No, I mean like here, like how many? Yeah, like how many hours a day? Oh, here? I mean we're. I mean, as far as the two of us go, I, this this woman lives here. Clearly, I mean I, <laughs> I live on I live on the internet, so I'm always watching. It's, but yeah, we're we're always here at least forty hours a week. It is is very much seven days a week, six days a week, five. Uh, I I'd say I'm probably. Pushing seventy hours a week. Yeah. And if you're taking a day off, which day of the week is it? I'm not. I don't. Yeah. Yeah. If Jeff, I mean, if you're taking a day off, what day of the week is it? Oh man, if I'm lucky, it's Sunday. Okay. Yeah. And if you're here, do we have a beer in hand most of the time, or are we before we leave for science, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm so taste that. Yeah. Quality control. No, we do. We do do a su- not surprising. I honestly, I'm surprised how little we actually yeah. drink on the on property. Um, people, people always come in give us cool beers that's i'm more likely to open that because i've been tasting how this like ground state for example i've been tasting ground state for the last four weeks seeing how it's moving through i don't care i'm I'm good on ground state right now give me give me a so when when somebody comes in and brings you something in are they are they bringing it from other breweries or is it is it something that they made is it something that they made or is it just everything Uh, we get anything from from homebrew to to professional you know brewers coming in so then they're done that okay so when a home brewer brings, I'm not going to talk about the ones that are fantastic and you say are fantastic. Mm-hmm. If a home brewer brings you a beer and it's 
subpar. What is see? But they have a system is, for this. Like they keep it in the fridge and they never drink it during <laughs> operation hours. Yeah, but if so, somebody, they never have to face that person ask, again. If, if I made so like the thing that I probably make the best out of anything ever is barbecue sauce. Sure. I've been making this recipe. I'll bring you some. Please do. Yeah. I, and at this point, I don't know if I'm getting an honest answer from right. people if yeah. it's good or not. Yeah. You know, and so like that's kind of the way I can relate this conversation. Is sure. this is something that I've been doing for 18 years. The recipe hasn't changed in the last 15. Do you like it? Yeah. And yeah, I like it. It's great. It's fantastic. Oh my God. So, okay, great. Like, but, 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 really, but do you really like it? Really. Are you saying that? Because mm-hmm. like, I, I would rather have like the honest feedback. So like, sure. how do you dance between, cause I'm sure it's, somebody, it's somebody's so bringing delicate. you a beer that sucks. Like, I'm, I'm sorry. Sure, like, a lot of home brews sucks. A lot mine of, would not be good. Professional beer sucks. Like, yeah. Uh, yeah. We, and, we talked about that too. Yeah. Um, the, how do you There's, balance the authenticity, <laughs> honesty, think, and, and yeah, yeah, yeah. promoting I mean, the community and passion? I mean, the first step to, to being good at something is sucking at something, yeah. honestly. Mm-hmm. Like, if you, if you don't... Like what, the, like what they told Dr. Strange. How do, you, how do I get from here to there? You practice. Exactly. Um, so I think that you're doing someone a disservice if you're just giving them lip service, you know, about this thing. They brought it to you. And it's something they've, you know, hewn from the earth. You know, they've brought it into existence. And so mm-hmm. they're trusting you to be uh, educated about this and also delicate. There's no, like, I hate I hate when people on the internet go, well, here's here's my my brutal honesty. Like, okay, well, where, where's your compassionate honesty? You can approach something like that. Too. I like that. Compassionate honesty. Um, so, yeah, I don't, I don't think that it's so stark if you have a bad product you need to be a cruel person i mean these people bring this to you because they want your expertise Mm -hmm. and so if you can start with questions of what what grains are you using how how old were your hops like where um what are your cleaning techniques it's it's generally fairly easy to spot flaws in beer and given the flaw that you might find kind of have an understanding of what causes that and if you can help them clean up a step in their process, man, that they're going to love, they're going to love you. They'll be grateful for yeah, that. Especially but, with beer. Cause it's such a delicate and volatile yep. process. I mean, it yeah. can be any little thing. With it, I mean, it's like, like, yeah, it's criticizing someone's art. Yeah. Just, yeah, you don't have to be cruel about it. You can be compassionate <laughs> about it. I was cruel to myself on my first double IPA that I made. It was complete garbage. Oh, it's it hard was, not to be. Yeah. It was complete garbage, <laughs> and I would never even started, bottle that. And how many people yeah. don't even right. start, right? But, and, we started all of this in Wes's garage. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, it starts there. It and that's how every, I mean, there. that's really how everybody starts, yeah. right? Yeah. yeah. We actually walk right by our first little, little <laughs> brew magic system Yo, next door. Not, so, so let me ask. There's still a beer. Hold on. I got to touch. There's still a beer. On in production today, that's that came out of that garage, right? Double actuator was yeah. one of Wes's. Yeah, and it's uh, changed pretty dramatically but since, it's so it, good. since it was, you know. So, yeah, so how do you go know. from I like making beer at my house because it's a fun <laughs> hobby. Yeah, my friends enjoy it. Yeah. to I'm gonna have millions of dollars of equipment and sell this to the public. Oh uh, boy, because that's you a gotta, step. Yeah, that, that's several yeah, steps. Several. Yes, um, you have to, you have to be willing to fail. Mm. You have to be willing to fail. Um, nothing, nothing moves forward unless you take the risk, and and you will make some really terrible tasting stuff. Um, you have to be vigilant about what your goal is. You have to know that people are going to. Um, see what you're putting your name on and and judge you for that so you have to it's it's so you hit the nail on the head with like this stuff is expensive these tanks are expensive um glycol piping is expensive (laughs) the payroll is expensive um but all of it all of it but man if you've got a batch of beer that you put through the system and it is not good you have to dump it. You have to dump it. You right. have to. You cannot associate your brand. You can't put your banner, your pledge on this product that you know is subpar, that is not aligned with your your goal and your identity and your promise to your your guests. Um, but from from more of like the the how how did this all get pulled out of the earth uh, question? Um, smart hires, passionate people. That sounds like such a cliche 
cliche, but um, I, I devote a lot of time and our, our brew team devotes a lot of time to really, really finding the absolute best that we can. Um, I think that um, this is maybe delicate. Coming from Disney, <laughs> uh, it's it's easy to um, – they, they have great hiring practices yep. too, right? Yep. And um, for the most part, they take really good care of, of their employees, and that's something that I needed um, to immediately start and translate in, into action over here. Um, if you find the best people, well, what's next? You better hold on to them real tight. <laughs> you better make sure that, that they're stoked uh, to be here. Anything you can do to, to take brewery tours and bring everybody on a bus down to San Diego and check out whatever is going on. Like we have – absurd christmas parties last year <laughs> you can rent puppies on the internet uh, surprise you can do anything on the internet um but we, we rented puppies and brought them to our christmas party just to it's be fantastic. like totally ludicrous um steve and wes steve is our president wes is our brewmaster um are specking out air conditioning our brew house and like that uh that's is, not a is thing. It, is insane. Yeah, that's, that's not, not a thing. thing. That's not but a thing. If you if if your brew team who are doing truly back, just backbreaking work uh, can be a little bit more comfortable, oh my god, is that so worth it? And and to to have talent sure to you keep appreciate talent. them. Yeah. I mean, yeah. just like you do with How your clients. How can I make your life a little bit easier? How can I make your day a little bit more joyful? So final final question here. It's you know maybe from you. It's <laughs> it's June something. Um, you know, we'll probably release this sometime after the 4th of July. Cool. What, what do you have coming up that people should know about? Yeah. Um, well, we all, we, what are you excited? We about? all know about the expansion cause you've, you've leaked a little bit online <laughs> and there's, there's been little tidbits, but I meant more about like what, what uh, we've what seen a lot of these beers. Down. What, like, what do you yeah. really, of all these beers that you've shown us, what's next, which one are you like, give it to me <laughs> now? Cause uh, I know the one that I saw that I'm like. Sure. I'm gonna walk out of Which here with a barrel that? on it. It's the marshmallow. Yeah, yeah. That one's that one's got some time to tick still. Um, I personally cannot wait to get our our sour program off the ground mm -hmm. here. I I love stouts. I love um, what our team has done with stouts and the depth and range that that they can put um, in in through these different recipes and different treatments. But oh my God, give me that enamel melting acidity. I am oh, so excited about your sour program yeah. because most breweries only have maybe one sour on tap and it's yeah. rarely theirs. Yeah. And so the fact that it, sours are finally becoming more mainstream for me, because that's the kind that I like. Totally. I might be here more than Kyle. Did you like sour candy as a kid? Um, oh yeah. Totally. Sour Patch Kids, yep. the whole, yep. I mean, all of it. I'm all, I'm all, it. all on board. <laughs> Jeff, what about you? <laughs> Man, I, I mean, there's so much. I mean, it really, I mean, any of these releases, like, we've got to a point now where we're doing, you know, one or two of these a month. And, and so you can pick two. <laughs> <laughs> I'll allow it. I, I mean, it's, it's, it's so exciting to see us grow and, and to see us do all these Pick up bigger things. Um, but, man, I, I always look forward to this every year. And I think, you know, 99% of our followers look forward to this every year. And that's our, our annual you know, fundamental observation oh, release. Yes. And, and it's such a treat to see this beer. You know, it's it's been, you know, four years in the making here and, and to, to really take this journey with this this brew. And, and when is that happening? Uh, man, I don't know. Yeah, if we're, they're not allowed, if we're to, allowed to... to it was last summer, so maybe we're expecting it sometime yeah. so, soonish. So I mean, we don't, we don't have 40,000 followers on Instagram <laughs> yet, but, you know, we're trying to repay the favor. Okay, so what's the fundamental thing? What is it? This is a, a bourbon barrel-aged imperial vanilla stout. Um, we're using um, more than two pounds of vanilla in each barrel. Vanilla right now costs more than silver, in case you're interested. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so this is a very expensive beer to make. It sits in, in um, barrels from anywhere from like 10 months to 14 months. Uh, we brew over a period of time because there's only so much liquid you can pump through a brew house uh, in a week. And the blend um, we come to continually find mm -hmm. really makes things uh, more complex and more rich. So you want some fresh, hotter beer, as it were, um, that can that can punch up some of the older, smoother, rounder flavors in this this blend, which is really um, something out of a winemaking's book. Um, creates this depth, this structure for this beer to to be formidable right out of the gate, and then to age really beautifully for years. 
uh, yeah, it's basically like liquid cookie dough, liquid it, brownie yeah. batter. Yeah, it's, 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 it's something amazing. special. Okay, so it's the most amazing thing. And actually, a couple of years ago, the seventh day of Week of Logic yeah. was a blending tasting, session. a blending session. Yeah. And it was. So it's, it's aged in uh, generally four different brands of bourbon. Um, Oh boy, I always have Buffalo so many of them. Trace. We usually always right. have a Four Roses. We usually always have a Buffalo Trace. Um, we've done Eagle Rare. We've done uh, uh, W.L. Weller. We've done Rebel Yell. we got to get you Bill Foley's. So they're literally, what they're doing is literally aging this beer in all of these different barrels, and then the final product becomes a like a blend of it. A blend of it. Like, like, they, like they do with whiskey, okay. like Jack exactly. Daniels. Does. It's the I most mean, amazing so, thing ever. So how do people How do people add to your Instagram followers? What, what's your Instagram? Oh, we're uh, Botologic Brewing. There we go. Super easy. Um, go hang out. Any, any final comments, questions? I, I think he's itching with questions. I got time. I, I want to I know, like, what can we – say at this point in time about the expansion sure um well we have just put in um our our um cup kind of request with the city for a change across these four warehouses that we now work through um this is going to change how our space is licensed how we can operate where we can serve liquid alcohol right as it were um and so that's that's in there. That's taken with Anaheim, and we should we're we're hoping to hear back before the end of the month. Um, so the this this company that's helping us um, intelligently approach some of uh, some of our city's more staunch barriers, shall we say? Uh, um, and and a lot of things are just things that Anaheim maybe hasn't even considered yet. Um, Anaheim in general, has tried to take a very open-armed approach to um, bringing breweries in. Um, they, there's a Brew City initiative that's, uh, that's been active for the last couple of years under the current mayor, and he's been extremely receptive to what, um, to, to what alcohol production needs, and certainly that moves up in scale from not just Anaheim being okay with something, but the state of California right, needs to be okay right. the uh, uh, Department of Beverage Control needs to be okay with the things that we're doing. So um, that's it's long and um, long. <laughs> it's, it's a long process. It's it's coming. And I, It'll and be I know worth it, it sounds like we've been talking about this expansion for like three years because we truly have. When we opened on day one, we are we're already outgrown. Right. Um, so yeah. Making we're 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 lying all of our our best plans, so I'm hoping that they can shake out a little more quickly in the coming months. I think I think the big thing that I learned today was you know it's kind of crazy the the ties that you can say between a real estate agent that goes around knocking on doors every single day. It's a process, much like brewing this batch of beer that you have to let sit in these barrels for at least nine months, twelve months, eighteen months. Like it it doesn't just happen overnight. You're gonna you're gonna fail. You're gonna learn along the failures. Yeah. Have doors slammed in your face. Right. Deals totally. are gonna. But at the end of the day, like if if you stand by who you are, yeah. what's your product, the your branding, it all, totally. just everything that you stand for, it, you know you're gonna see you're gonna see success. And this has been stay committed to what you're committed to. This has been absolutely amazing. Thank you so much, oh, you guys. Thank you for sitting down it's with us. And with us. Uh, any any time, seriously. Maybe down the road when the expansion happens, we could have you. We'd we'd love to talk about that process. Sure. And expanding yeah, businesses and we can and talk a little more freely, maybe. Things like cool. that. Absolutely. <laughs> awesome. Thank you. Well, thanks for listening to State of the Grind, everybody. We'll catch you in two weeks. Cheers. Thank you for listening to Stay in the Grind with us. Please subscribe. Keep grinding.